Hello and welcome to Yerushalmi Brachos Daf Mem Zion. I'm going to share a couple of tidbits, mostly having to do with the famous story of Rabbi Gamliel and um, his kicking out Rabbi Eliezer outside the base measures. Um, so let's start with the Gemara talks about um, how possibly sometimes a person is Pater from Shema, if you're uh, Pater from, sorry, Davening Marav at night, if he went to sleep already since the corner of the Shita, that it's a Rishus. So Rav Zera points out, and I'm going to talk about the longing and the passion of the Tanam and Amaroam today, um, that every time I would rely on skipping Marav because I already was in bed and I'd forgotten to Daven, and I went with that Shita, Havani I was terrified at night by nightmares. So you see that even though halakhli was allowed, he's saying that it's not something that I wanted. It's not it's not where my heart was, which is just a beautiful, beautiful thought that you know sometimes something is allowed, but it's not necessarily in the spirit of the law. Um, there's a famous Gemara that um Revelazar Ben Azari was kicked out of the base finish by Rigam Leal, then Rigam Leal was demoted for being mean to him or being extra harsh with him, etc. There's a lot of very interesting auras. Obviously, um, this appears in the in the Bobli as well in Brachos. Um, to be noted of of note is that in the Bobli it says that the Talmud that asked the question that triggered this whole story was Rishim Marichai. And um, but it only says it at the end of the Gemara. Here in the Yerushalmi it doesn't say it at all. And um, the Bavli is I'll mention that in a second. Um, one Bavli is in Brachos Chaf Ches Amadalaf. And um, and the Mufarshim, the Ben Uyada, and others explain in the Bavli that the only the reason that it talks about that Talmud that triggered this whole story, at, only at the end, is because at the beginning it seemed like the Talmud caused this damage and this bad thing, but at the end it actually worked out because everybody made peace. Uh, for some reason, the Yerushalmi leaves it out totally, um, leaves out the fact that it was a Rishim or Yerchai. I'm not sure why. Even in the Yerushalmi story, it was resolved. I wonder what your Ha'aris would be on that. But anyway, so um, while Rebbe Lazar is kicked out of the base Medrash, they passed over Rabbi Kiva and didn't give him the job. So Rabbi Kiva was upset. He was in pain. But he said, The person that was appointed for me, um, I'm sorry, I misquoted the Gemara. Rabbi Gamliel um, was in a fight with Rabbi Yeshua. And he, that's the one who he kicked out. Relazar ben Azari was one that got that that took over temporarily, and then Rabbi Gamliel ended up splitting it back with him. Um, now Relazar ben Azari, um, according to the Bavli, the Bavli says that he was really only uh, 18, and then he grew hair, and grew grew gray hair, and he looked older. Um, we talked about this earlier that the Yerushalmi doesn't seem to think that that's when that that story actually when he said Harani Kibenchim Mishana did not take place at this exact moment. According to Yerushalmi, seemingly it took place actually when he was around seventy, um, and we talked about that at length. Had to reconcile Duke Morris, and we mentioned that he was probably seventeen in reality. And the sheet of the, and the Yerushalmi that says he was sixteen meant he was sixteen plus in his seventeenth year, and the one that says he was eighteen meant he was in his seventeenth. The only thing that doesn't isn't reconciled is the Avuja um, Holmes version of the Gemara that says he was thirteen. Um, and there it actually says he got 13 rows of hair. So it's, it doesn't seem to be a printing mistake. It seems to be a shita that he was that young, which is really, really young to become a Roshiva. Anyway, so Rekiva was Mitztar. And Chazal, the, the Bavli explains that it's because, I mean, it basically says it here also, but Elishahu ben Gedolim Yosirimenu. It's because he didn't have the Yichus, which the Mepharshim and the Bavli explained was that they were afraid that Rabbi Gamliel being upset at him, that would um, that would um, cause Rabbi Kiva to be in pain. Remember, this is Rabbi Kiva spelled with a hey. Um, in the Yerushalmi and, and Aleph in the Bavli. So, and then he said, Ashrei Adam Shezikalo Avosav, praiseworthy is someone whose parents gave him this big sechus, Ashrei Adam Sheyeshel Yetad Mi Vitalospo. Fortunate is the man who has a stake from which to suspend himself. And I just want to say, there's a very famous Svasemes, and the Svasemes says that when he had all these chudushim and explanations, he always would say, you think I'm better than the people that came before me? He said, no, I'm like, 
I'm standing on their shoulders. That's why I'm able to understand the Gemara better because of what they did. Could you imagine? Look how hard Yerushalmi is without the Ikarishonim on the page and without Rashi. Could you imagine? You know how much we understand in Torah. Hashem obviously is Nisgala a lot to us in, the, in, in these later generations from Mashiach, but. Um, there's a tremendous amount that we have this yete that we could stand on that, that is our foundation. A very, very beautiful idea. So um, so then, and what was the yete that Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah had? He was a 10th generation from Ezra. So then Rabbi Regamil um, does tshuva, and it's very interesting. He goes he goes to apologize. Now, it says, So the problem is that, wait a minute, did he go to Rabbi Yeshua to apologize? Or where else did he go? So um, the Yafei Mara, um, he says that, well, apparently he had, when he talked harshly to Rabbi, um, uh, to Rabbi Yoshua, he apparently talked harshly to many other people. Um, and so therefore he went to apologize to them too, so just to, you know, solve the problem. I was thinking a different shot, even though I think that that has a lot uh, of depth to it. It makes sense. I was thinking that he went to apologize to all the Tamil Chachamim, that he was, that he subjected them to hear the criticism, meaning he was modal emes, that this is wrong. Now, it's very interesting because Rishua, when he comes to Rishua's house, Rishua was manufacturing needles. And Rabbi Gamliel says to him, how do you support yourself like this? So Rishua's response is, woe to the generation that you're their leader because you don't even know what's going on in their houses. He was living in, 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 um, you know, in wealth. And so you see that these were Mavakshi Emes. He wasn't trying to kiss up and apologize or make Rabbi Gamliel feel any better. Rabbi Gamliel came and he told Rabbi Gamliel, you know, what was on his mind. The last thing I want to leave off with is talking about the longing of the of the um, Tanomenum Ram. Relazer would be Mispal. Um, the Gemara says that Rabbi Pedasim and Rabbi Yaakov Bar-Idi uh, says that Rabbi Lezer would daven every day. And if you read through a text, I'm not going to read all of it, but he would say these beautiful words. He would say that um, the hatred of no man should enter my heart and the jealousy of us should not enter the heart of any man as well. Um, and one of the Teheto Raskha beautiful words. Torah should be our malacha all the days of our lives. We shouldn't get distracted by Parnassah. And Mamish, uh, he says, and we should stay away from everything that you Hashem hate, and we should attack your venu, the whole masha, hafta, and get close to everything that you love. Such beautiful longing. And finally, Rav Yanai says that uh, when you wake up in the morning, you should say, Barachata Hashem, Mechai Hemesim, and then you should daven your banishlam, Chatasilach, Yehiratzom, Lufanecha, Hashem. Elokai she she titen li leiv tov. That's amazing. It's a whole bracha. I and Shem, you'll see it. But please, Hashem, give me a good heart. It's amazing. Look at look at the longing of Mavakshe Emes. Have a great day.